0: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The wait is finally over and sport is back on Now TV. It's lights out and away we Where you can watch Sky Sports, Premier Sports and BT Sport together and all without a contract. What a fantastic part. So whether there's a day, week or whole month of action you just can't miss, you can now stream the lot. Oh, it's a fabulous goal! This is your sport on your terms. Search Now TV Sports to find out more. 18 plus content streamed via internet. Full terms apply.
1: Um, Hiya, Dad.
2: Hello, Grace.
1: So I heard you're not very well. Who we told you that? You did.
2: <laughs> um fucking shit man, yeah. What's wrong? I don't know.
1: You're depressed? Hmm. When did it start?
2: Three days? Two and a half? Dunno what it I don't know what it sort of triggered, but do you know what I think it might have been? Just thought of this. I'm not going to blame David Lammy, right? But, you know, I was doing these interviews with people about how they have been in lockdown. And I did one with David, which was really interesting. Because, you know, David's had depression in the past.
1: Oh, I didn't know that.
2: And um, anyway, he was saying how what's really been getting to him is actually, there's so you know, the Tories are in and they've got this big majority and they can do what the hell they want. And um, I do think the politics is getting me down, actually. I've just watched the start of the Matt Hancock.
1: Yeah, which I think is a form of self-harm.
2: <laughs> well, it probably is, but I sort of think It's you- a bit
1: like, you know, because it's never going to make you feel better. So if you're in a state of depression, you should do things which you know are going to make you feel better. Watching Matt Hancock fluff around, <laughs> bullshitting about how the Apps. app. Like, that's never going to make you feel better, is it?
2: No Truth, and I th- truthfully. No. And and also there's nothing I can do apart from like you know, I've written my column about that guy I told you about last week who said, Is all you do sit up at your office, write about what a twat Boris Johnson is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's nothing I can do. So I think that that sort of when I'm kind of on it and like raging and writing and getting up at four in the morning and doing loads, I sort of I think I convince myself that I can actually make a difference. And then You know, when I'm like this, I just think, what the fuck? There's nothing you can do. These people are awful and they're in power and there's nothing you can do. But actually, you can do, Steve. You've got to keep fighting.
1: Yeah, But but what happens is I lose the energy. Yeah, but I also feel like that is what mental illness is. You know, when I'm in a really bad state, you just doubt everything about yourself. So your esteem is just lower. You know, when you're depressed or anxious... You are just like, what the fuck is the point? Why am I even trying? Mm. Even if you're, you know, someone like you, people will look at and think, God, you've got so much, like, you're so busy, you've got this massive platform that you can use to raise issues. Even you are like, what the fuck's the point? You know, I'm always surprised when people I know who are so successful, well, I'm not, but I'm always like, God, it must be pretty frustrating for you to articulate that you're really actually not, don't feel that you have a purpose. Mm. And that is what it does. It makes you just... What well, it does for me. I've been mm. really anxious the last week or so and actually quite depressed and I just keep thinking I'm not doing anything podcast, with my life. Just thanks for interrupting me when I was saying i really existential. Sorry. No, but I have that same feeling. What am I doing with my life? Yeah. What's the point?
2: Well, the one thing I have done is signed off finally, finally, finally the cover of the book on depression and one of the quotes on the book is a conversation with david my psychiatrist where he answers that question what's the point point?" Mm-hmm. and i say what's the point of life and he says the point of life is to live it which is very wise
1: yeah and of it's course. true
2: but some days it feels easier than other days
1: yeah 100 percent. and i think the thing that i've been doing lots of meditation in the last week because i've been needing to optimize my capacity because i have so much work to do and i haven't been working at full kind of charge so i've been doing meditating and the th- one thing that i keep thinking when i'm meditating is that i need to just roll with whatever mood i'm in so not try and Im- ignore it and pretend i'm not in that mood just sort of embrace it and like go with it and do what i can in that moment mm. so i don't get stressed out and think well what am i doing now because i can't even get anything done
2: no you do quite got a lot
1: yeah of course so do you but that's the point isn't it like it's just when you're in like these moments you just feel worthless I can always hear it with you because I can hear it in your voice now mm. you sound really kind of like you've lost your voice and mm. that's how you always sound when you're depressed
2: yeah well that's what happens my voice goes it's the first it's the thing it's quite often the first thing I notice I actually can't speak very much I feel tired if I speak and I think it's hard for mum because I mean you know she sort of, she always asks me how I am and what's happened, and, and I don't want to talk about it really. I'm only doing this because you're making me.
1: No, but I, I understand that. That was
2: quite a. That was a bit of a joke.
1: Oh really? God, sorry. Should I laugh and make you less depressed? Do <laughs> you want <a> to laugh? <laughs> Do you know
2: the other thing? I thought the football would cheer me up.
1: <laughs> yeah, but the football's fucking bleak, man. Yeah. It's fucking bleak. Like I watched a bit of that match. It's so boring. Which one, Man City? Yeah, oh, I came and watched it with you
2: for a minute.
1: Yeah, for a minute and then I got bored. <laughs> yeah. What was Did the I... final score? 3-0. Oh,
2: I was right. I, I was
1: actually ago, anyway. I was
2: actually watching it while listening to a German podcast <laughs> from my German homework. That's
1: quite good. Yeah.
2: And also this morning I read um I read the Spiegel sports pages. Um I love Der Spiegel website, it's fantastic, but their sports pages, they had really big reports both on the Man City game on the Aston Villa game. Do you know that's the other thing that depressed me? Not depressed, but sort of yes, so I like, did you hear about the Aston Villa game, the technology the goal line technology.: Oh field. yeah,
1: you, you mentioned this.
2: Yeah, and I just thought that like, you've had the Germans have come back first to come back with proper football, absolutely flawless quality game, our first game in the English Premier League, nil nil. And there actually was a goal, but the technology on the goal line didn't work.
1: So it wasn't a goal. So it wasn't
2: a goal. Oh, God. I know.
1: We can't do anything right, can we? It's like the You app. know where the... So, sorry, there's... I can't remember the amount of countries in the world that are protesting for black, black Lives Matter right now. We are the only country that's had an anti-Black Lives Matter protest.
2: No, sure. Yeah. I saw today that there was uh, Arthur Ashe, the tenor, the black tennis player... That his statue had been defaced by White Lives Matter people.
1: What, all Lives Matter? Wait, where in America? Mm. Oh, okay. But but we had an official protest yeah. of people who went down last Saturday to
2: just Cause piss on
1: shit. And they were just such despicable human beings, watching the videos of them. It's just so embarrassing. A
2: lot of them were wound up by you know mainstream politicians, including Johnson yeah but but, but they're not really
1: fighting fire like they're not they're not doing what black lives matter protesters are doing they were going there to just act like complete idiots to try and rile people up because they knew that the media would spin it and the media did write about it like anti um black lives matter protesters whereas like with black lives matter it was all riot people are rioting on the streets and
2: yeah no, it's, we're in a it's mess. It's really, really really,
1: mess. really, really, really worrying.
2: Hmm, we're in a mess. Also, the other thing I saw is that, talking a global sort of thing about how we're, I think only America now has got worse reputation around the world on COVID.
1: What about Brazil?
2: Brazil's up there with well, them. But
1: Brazil has a million cases now.
2: Yeah, no, but like the UK has really got, a rep, you know, I think people are realising mm. that Johnson's... And he's watching, I was watching Macron today when he was... Over this Charles de Gaulle 80th anniversary of his, of his broadcast from the BBC. I, I mean, you just see the two of them together, and I mean, Macron's sort of cool and smart and just looks the part, and Johnson literally with his.
1: Yeah, uh, but the thing is like.
2: Am I too biased?
1: No, you're not too biased, but it's just all you talk about. And he's the Prime Minister. Like, he's a fucking twat. They're all twats. Uh, Matt Hancock and Dominic Raab are such embarrassing human beings that taking the knee thing today was just shameful. When he said, I I think it's come from Game of Thrones. Fucking mug. Hmm. They're they're absolute mugs.
2: Yeah.
1: It's just shameful. But we all know that.
2: What about Daniel Rashford, eh?
1: Daniel Rashford... That was just really, really weird. And then when he was like, oh, I've had Harry Potter on my mind. I was like, why didn't you call him Harry then? you
2: Nob. Harry Redner. <sighs> okay. No, he said
1: Harry Potter. You <laughs> should have said Harry Potter. <laughs> They're just knobs. They're just awful idiots who know. And it's that thing that that's probably why what David Lammy said is true. Can you imagine being David Lammy right now? He has to go, go in there and fucking try and work with these people so I have to stop sharing. You do, My yeah. grandma said I swear too much. Yeah. On the podcast. On the podcast. But she said you don't talk loudly enough. Well, so wh- worse which is week, worse. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um is can quite, you imagine it's
2: quite weird that you were so loud and I'm not, isn't that? People probably think I'm loud, don't they? But I'm not. Very softly spoken.
1: Hmm. Well sorry about that. Yeah, never mind. I think I've always been loud, So I, I'm not surprised that conversation with David Lammy would have depressed you because, yeah, they have a strong majority. They don't really give a shit, you know. Stuff like what's happened in the... Like, I really think that Dominic Raab thing should have caused so much more of an uproar than it will. People will forget about it tomorrow.
2: I think it was deliberate?
1: I thought it was so odd. I just thought it was so weird that you would think that that's an appropriate thing to say.
2: Because a lot of people, all the kind of Brexity, you know, hard right people came out as a year, good for him. Because they thought maybe it was being deliberately sort of putting down the Black Lives Matter thing, I don't know. He is the guy who didn't quite realise that the, the Dover-Calais route was important to British trade, remember? That so he's of, an idiot? That was one of his. I don't think he's the brightest in the box.
1: No, neither is. Matt Hancock is proper stupid. I think so. I really think so. I, I, ca- I cannot believe they keep putting him in the daily briefings. But it's because they haven't got anyone else.
2: Yeah, who do you think's the worst being?
1: I think he's really, really embarrassing yeah. to watch. I get actually quite uncomfortable watching well, him. Well, Big
2: Gav. Big Gav Williamson. Yeah, I mean... He's he... pretty hopeless. Yeah. <laughs> Alok. Alok Sharma. They are quite the most useless bunch of people. Did you see that thing on social media yesterday where they're all. As women. As women and mm. Pretty Patel as a bad.
1: Yeah, Pretty Patel's quite hot as a man.
2: You know what? Somebody else said that. Yeah. Rachel said that.
1: It's true though. Well, she's a really, really pretty woman. Yeah. She's just evil.
2: Who do you think was the best looking man as a woman? I think it was Gav.
1: I, I can't remember.
2: Big Gav. Michael Gove. Michelle Gove looked a bit.
1: And Jacob Rees-Mogg's no, one was the funniest.
2: All right. That was he's the- made, according to one of the papers today, he's made 7 million quid since Brexit. His investments. It's nice, isn't
1: it? That's brilliant. I'm so fucking happy for him. Why
2: well, don't swear? You didn't need to swear then.
1: I'm being sarcastic. No,
2: but Audrey doesn't get that.
1: Audrey, I'm sorry. I was being sarcastic. Yeah, did
2: you think Audrey likes us talking about you on the podcast? I don't know. Yeah, she does. She listens to it. She definitely listens to the content. Yeah, she does. She always picks me up on something and she says, Oh, I like that point you made about that. Uh, yeah. Aww,
1: love you, Audrey. Best friend. There you go. Um, well, I think, you know, we could talk about them. I'm so bored of talking about them. Let's to be not honest. talk about them. I'm very bored of talking about them on this podcast as well. Are it's you? Just, it's just it's too much of the conversation. Okay, well, let's, let's cut that out then. no, no. I think it's good to do it, but right. I think. They're, football. they're infuriating yeah let's talk about football
2: i'm really i mean i sort of feel now that it's back i actually enjoyed the german games when they came back more than i enjoyed the first two games i think actually i mean man city were brilliant right and kevin de bruyne is one of the most beautiful players that's ever lived but it re- you really do miss so much with no crowd and i can't be doing with that canned crowd stuff
1: is that what people are doing?
2: Well, you can either have it just with the real noise, which I was watching, but I was occasionally channel hopping to where you can have the noise as well. And it just never quite never quite works. And, and so sort of, it just doesn't, you know, that you see. And I thought Villa, Aston Villa did quite a nice job. They had flags all around the ground and it sort of helped a bit. But and what y-
1: about like the managers, surely now? The players can hear them shouting on the side of the
2: pitch. Much more, yeah. Yeah.
1: And you can hear what they're saying as well.
2: Well, as you know, I, I can always hear Sean because we're plugged up by Sean's earpiece. Sean's voice
1: is so quiet on a, on a pitch. On a pitch? I can't imagine how anyone can hear him. Of course you can hear him. No, because it's like, it's like a grey... Oi! No, I can I've sat I've sat really near him and I can't hear a word he's saying. You know,
2: Barnsley's injured still. Oh, OK. On Woody. Get well soon. On JBG.
1: Get well
2: soon. No, it's not good.
1: Um, no, back to the football.
2: So we're not playing till Monday, which is quite a long wait, really. So it's going to be 100 and... Well, you know, because Arsenal lost, we've now got the longest unbeaten run.
1: Wow. Yeah, eight games we've
2: wow. we got. Yeah, we've done well. But, but uh, when, I, we're when, gonna well when struggle do you think City. that
1: there'll ever be
2: a crowd? I think it's going to be a while. Um, I know we don't want to talk about them, but because of this app, test, tra- trace, track thing going to balls um that, it,
1: it's going to take much longer i think it's taking
2: a lot longer you know new zealand had a big rugby match the weekend with proper crowds in there
1: but haven't they just got more cases from britain yeah i two know brits. two brits i went. think they're
2: on top of it though
1: yeah i mean it's two people what about um you know the, in the matches last night everyone had black lives matter on their tops mm-hmm. and they all took a knee mm-hmm. at the beginning of the match and i was talking to just my boyfriend about this and what did he think? Well, he thought he was like, you know, it's cute that they're doing that, but what are they actually doing to address racism, you know, racist football fans, racism in inside the institution of football? Because mm. it's a really nice gesture, and it's good that people are taking those gestures. But what By I,
2: the way, a lot of right-wing, again, back to the right-wing thing, a lot of right-wing people today, what's this all about? And, and did you see my little spat with...
1: Yeah, what about, yeah
2: you see my little spat with Michael Gove's wife? I know we're not talking about those people. Sarah so Vine. <laughs> right, so she did a tweet saying, oh, now that they've discovered, you know, that, that it's okay to do political gestures, maybe we'll see a little bit of sort of poppy activity in November. Well, I wasn't alone in pointing out that every year of my life that I can remember, there has been, football has been one of the best for remembering Armistice Day. Uh, I mean, just shows you how attached these people are
1: yeah but okay anyway we've somehow now already gotten back to them sorry what i was going to say is how much do you think football is actually going to try and change you know because doing stuff like that is nice and that but what's it actually going to do because football has got a lot of problems in terms of racism and you know we know this really well because of the treatment that like england players get Mm. um when they go abroad but also like i've observed this of football fans all the time Mm. They're, they're Say some pretty awful they stuff. do, yeah. I mean,
2: I think look, it's impossible to answer what it's going to achieve. And in a way, it was just a gesture. That's all it was. And putting Black Lives Matter on the shirts is just a gesture. They did mm. it in Germany as well, by the way. Um, but it's quite an important gesture.
1: It is, of course. But will they follow that through? Well, is what I don't I'm know.
2: But, and the answer to that is, I don't know. And it all, because each of each club, each of the organisations will have a different view as to what following it through means. So, I how un- many
1: black managers are there in the Premier League? Uh, none. Wow.
2: Yeah, uh, but I thought it was interesting. Guardiola, uh, Manchester City manager, in his after-match interview, talked about how we should be ashamed of the way black people have been treated for you know for centuries. So, I think it's it's definitely been one of those moments. And the question is always with these things: whether the moment leads to real change or whether it's just a moment.
1: Well, I think, and that's what I guess is so. So, I'm going to now bring back them, but that thing Dominic Raab said is just so sort of patronising and diminishing of the whole thing by basically saying, you know, the Home Secretary, the Foreign Secretary, isn't he, saying taking the knee is something that came from a fictional show, Game of Thrones, when it's just like that's not the context of where it came from. I'm
2: obsessed with Dominic Raab, I never talk about Dominic Raab No, but
1: seriously, and that is just like, so I feel like it is, there is a big moment, but then if those pricks uh, oh, sorry, Audrey. I guess we're jar. If they're not going to properly take it seriously, it does just make people feel like it's just going to be a moment and it's going to end. Because I feel like they're really not.
2: Yeah, listening. Well, listen. This race commission. Sorry to go back to them and him, but this race commission that Johnson set up. I and mean, that woman looks. But but it's just a nonsense. One, if it was a big thing, he'd have announced it in Parliament, not behind the paywall on the Daily Telegraph. Two, it came on the back of him deliberately exploiting the whole thing about statues and Colston and Churchill's statue being boarded up and whipping up those people who came down to to attack the police and cause trouble. And as David Lammy, sorry to go back to David, but as David pointed out very articulately, I thought, uh, the other day, there are several reviews on racial issues and equality issues that are sitting unimplemented. And
1: they ha- I swear and they haven't released the Lammy review.
2: No, they have. They have. And the um, no, you're thinking about some of the analysis of why black and ethnic minority people seem to be disproportionately affected. They haven't necessarily put that out in the way that we were told they were going to. But I think that the... I, I thought, you know, David made the right point that if it's, 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 and people are sick of, you know, yet another review. I think this is the problem with Johnson, though, is I don't think he can make really big decisions. So, anyway, I don't want to talk about him.
1: So, what about, is, has David Lammy got a.
2: Yeah, he's Justice, he Shadow Justice. Right.
1: Oh, that's good. Yeah, very good. What? How do you think Keir's doing?
2: I think pretty good. Uh, I didn't watch PMQs yesterday because I was in my deep gloom. Mm. What did I do?
1: You had a busy day yesterday, actually. It's oh, fair, I went out, I?
2: didn't I? Mm. My first. I wonder if that sort of set me back a bit. I don't know. I don't think I quite no, enjoyed it. No, you were it. really depressed yesterday morning. Yeah, I was. So I went out, and I actually spoke at a conference that was a virtual conference. So there were four of us speaking at it, but we we was in a TV studio, and it was being recorded to be put out in the coming weeks. Um... Yeah, I quite enjoyed it when I was there, but yeah, no, I and wasn't, I wasn't great yesterday, so I missed PMQs. And what was interesting was I got back in the car, I got in the car coming back, and um, I was looking through, you know, just social media and stuff to see how PMQs was going down. And the trouble with it is, is you just, depending upon who you follow... Mm. So, it's so lots of people that I would expect to say Johnson's a twat. Said Johnson's a twat, and lots of people said Keir was useless. Said Keir was useless, and you couldn't really. Mm. So, in the end, I came back and I watched a bit of it, but I find it hard to watch Johnson. He just so annoys me. Yeah,
1: but that I more. We're not meant, talking about that. No, I more meant how how do you think not just in PMQs, but how do you think Keir doing as a leader? I mean, I did
2: a I did a podcast for um, Ipsos Mori with Aisha, your friend Aisha mm-hmm. Hazareka. And we talked about Labour and and, and and I said I think he Keir, has made a very good start. But I still think the Labour Party more generally has got an awful lot more to do. I think his team is still you know, his front bench team is still pretty unknown. Um they've got to kind of step up and develop a profile. And I accept it's difficult in a, you know, national pandemic, but I think also Labour's gotta you know, it isn't it's never too early to start leading the ideas debate about where the ideas of the future are going to come from um and we you know th- th- this eventually we are going to the conversation is going to move on i also i'm not really happy about the way they're approaching the brexit thing it's almost like i don't even know who speaks on brexit anymore it's like it's almost like let's just sort of pretend it's not happening mm. and let the government screw it mm. up
1: yeah that is definitely something that it war- is sort of worrying. Mm. But no-one is talking about it, no-one's really covering I mean, it's a very... It's a really mad time. Yeah. And it, this would be a really easy time to just sort of pass stuff without anyone noticing, because we're also looking one way.
2: But you must be... No, 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 it's about them, I'm not going to say it. Hmm? No, I'm not going to say it, it's about them. Oh, them. Mm, them. Go on, go on. What about the plane? Oh, well... 900,000 quid to paint a plane as part of British... Global Britain, blah. No, let's not talk about it.
1: No, are we surprised? No. Not at all. Does it shock you? No.
2: Banana Republic.
1: Is it exactly what you expect from a, a cretin like Boris Johnson? Yes. Mm. It just. It doesn't. It's not surprising. Let's move on. Well it's just like we're
2: watching. Mum and I are watching the Hillary. Yeah. Series that that depressed me as well. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But you got it. The thing is right. Like I think. <laughs> You're sure you're depressed, but you can't just say it's all because of like politics. You know what I mean?
2: Oh, no, I'm not saying it is. Now, these things can sometimes. See, normally, if I was feeling really kind of okay, I'd watch something like the f- documentary about Hillary
1: Clinton. That is Hillary Hillary yeah. HRC,
2: mm-hmm. and I'd enjoy it because she's eloquent and. Interesting and and also because we you know we know her and a lot of the stuff that she talked about we we're involved in. And
1: are you in the documentary? No,
2: sorry, Grace. Is that a bad?
1: No, I'm just saying. You know. Just...
2: By the way, you know your brother Rory is watching all the election live coverage. <laughs> Why? He's, he's, he's at 2010. He's having a right one about Nick Clegg at the moment.
1: Why is he doing
2: that? I don't know. He started watching 1997, and he's just that's one of his things he's been doing. What, free? But the Hillary thing was and then of course the nearer it gets to the trump election i just I, I could feel my mood dipping
1: you know what happened you know trump wins i wouldn't want to watch that like i would happily just end it before i got to see that bit because it is fucking depressing it's like even in the michelle, even in the michelle obama documentary like the bit where they leave and like pass over to the Trumps, it's just like i don't want to see that mm. um
2: how's joe biden doing
1: i don't really know to be honest, Dad. When you, whenever I talk to you, you say he's doing good.
2: He's doing okay. He's got his. Um, have you seen his new Twitter profile picture? No,
1: what
2: is it? <laughs> dark glasses and a big black mask. Face oh yeah, mask.
1: I have seen that. Yeah, I have seen that. <laughs> it's looks a
2: bit sinister. But, no, I have uh, seen that. No, I think he's doing pretty well. It,
1: it's it, the thing that I will say, which you probably like don't notice as much, but like, do you know what cancel culture is?
2: Cancel culture?
1: Yeah. No. Like, when people get cancelled for, like, stuff that gets pulled up. Right. Right. So, I don't know, loads of, like, white-run businesses are being cancelled right now for basically not treating their black employees well. And it, and it's a what's really...
2: cancelled
1: mean? Cancelled, like, people won't buy their products okay. anymore. People won't want to support them anymore because right. they've, you know, there's evidence that they've, like, been racist. And what... It's a kind of big... Is it like a... What's, a, what's the word I'm looking for? Watershed? No. What's what I'm looking for? Like it's a big moment now where yeah, people are really being forced to like be accountable, yeah. and people are really calling famous people, people, people with profiles, businesses out on not properly like practicing what they preach. And it's been amazing in the last week. Like so many CEOs have had to leave businesses because they've been called out for not actually. Either hire enough black staff, loads of businesses have been called out for at the beginning of the pandemic, just firing black employees mm. and just keeping like white staff. So I think that that's a real thing, and that will really um shift into people's like psyches I yeah, think. you know
2: you know you in the feminism debate, you always say that it's really important to involve men in the debate about feminism, not just make it women, and likewise, I think in the race debate, that's why I think again the football thing was important yesterday is that what's been really interesting the last two or three weeks is how many of the people really engaging in have been white rather than black.
1: But that's, that's and it's what we were talking about last week, that's what needs to happen. Yeah. Because it's it's us that really, yeah. A, has to do work. So I,
2: I thought yesterday, the, the Man's, was it the Man City game? I thought actually the picture, the really interesting picture for me was the fact you had, it's a picture you had the referee, white, Raheem Sterling... And Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang.
1: Who does Sterling play for? City?
2: Man City. Um, And I I just thought that was interesting, you know, just as as an image. Like, the two black players, yeah, you get it, okay. Especially Raheem Sterling, because he's so vocal and out there on it. But actually a kind of white, middle-aged, bald, very English-looking referee down there as part of it. So I I think these things are... you You can't measure how important they are. You can't measure their impact. It's impossible. No,
1: and I've, I've never said it's a bad thing. I think it's a great thing. It's just like, it's that thing of, and this is where lots of businesses, football isn't the same because football's like, a, it's a culture. Mm. But people are being called out for like, saying they support Black Lives Matter, but not actually showing yeah. that in their actions and stuff. So I think it is a great thing. And I hope that that carries on. And I hope that football fans will see that. And, you know, because so many of those men who came down like to London or wherever they might have been from London, but so many of those people that came down to protest against Black Lives Matter, they were all wearing football shirts. They're all football fans. Like, wh- I hope that has some impact on them, that the mm. thing that they love the most They were all. Well, a some lot of w- them were.
2: No, a lot of them were football fans. There was the, the Lads Alliance as well. Um, oh, God, I was going to say something really interesting then.
1: I'm sure it was so interesting. No, what the fuck was it? wait. I can't wait. No, it's so interesting. I'm literally on the edge of my seat. It was so interesting. It's gone. Oh, God. What were you talking about? I was talking about the, the men who came down, and before that we were talking about Black Lives Matter and on the football pitch.
2: It's gone. Oh, I know it was. Okay, go on. I was so excited. So, <laughs> did I, you know, I've got my second fa- online tutor session tomorrow with my German teacher. Yeah. And I have to prepare something. And have to read, you know, and, and it's the basis of the conversation. So, the last time was to talk about a, uh, a film or a book that's really sort of changed the way you think about things. And I talked about that German film about, remember, the Das Leben, the life of others, Das Leben des mm-hmm. And um, anyway, tomorrow she wants me to talk about a moment in my life where I faced a decision that changed my life forever. So what do you think I'm going to talk
1: about? Well, I don't want to be obvious. Go on. And say when you chose to work for Tony Blair. Yeah, I did, yeah. Is yeah. that what you're going to do? Yeah. Oh, basic.
2: It's a choice. <laughs> I thought it was
1: going to be like the day mum said, shall we have our third child? And you said, okay, go on then. And then I
2: came. Yeah, well, it didn't actually happen like that, Grace. Oh, it
1: was an accident. Yeah.
2: It was, um, it was more that I was really settled, I was happy, yeah, two <laughs> kids, two boys, I wasn't that bothered about having a girl, to be honest.
1: But was I an accident?
2: We not an accident, it was just that mum planned it on her own. Because she wanted a girl? Yeah.
1: Would have been so shit if I was a boy.
2: Yeah. Same as uh, my mum. Yeah. She just kept going until she had a girl. Mm. Took, she took a bit longer.
1: Oh, I don't want that to happen to me.
2: What? Well, I just want girls. Why? Cause I just do. The boys are nice.
1: Mm.
2: They can be. They can be. I really want
1: girls. Yeah. Anyway, gender's a social construct. So okay, whatever. cool.
2: So um, yes, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that tomorrow. So I'll be. So you can
1: talk about that. So 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 you basically just chose the moment so you can brag to your German teacher about. No, well, she
2: knows about all that. But no, it's but actually because it is a. If I thought about it, it was a decision that changed my life. Yeah, it was a
1: decision that changed my life.
2: Exactly, and you were a baby. I talk about you. It's a
1: decision that changed all everyone you know's life.
2: Yeah, so changed that's why it was life. quite uh, So actually, the event it wasn't. Sorry, it wasn't a decision. It's an event.
1: Uh huh.
2: An event that led to a change. And what is like the that, event? Right? So the event is John, is John Smith's death. Right. Yeah. So I talk about. I'll talk about where I was when I heard and what I did and that, it's just that kind of thing, and she's so. Um, I do like her. She's got this sort of. I did a thing the other day. My my homework was to make an online <laughs> an online reporting of a crime. Okay, and all she, all they said was at the start was that um, your car you you're in a service you're stopping at a service station uh, and somebody drives into the side of your car. Okay, and then you can invent everything else. Right,
1: love that. Yeah. So I what did you say say it in English. Tell me what the event you made up was.
2: So I was going from... I was driving... I was a restaurant... You going to Burnley? I was a restaurant manager. (laughs) And I was driving from Leipzig to Dresden because I had a meeting with the group of people. And I suddenly noticed I only had a few litres of petrol left. Right. So I pulled into the service station. I filled up my car. I needed to go to the toilet. (laughs) So I went to the toilet. When I came out, I saw this Dunkelblau. (laughs) Dunkelblauers BMW, (laughs) dark blue BMW going straight into the side of my car. And then then all these people came around, and I didn't. And then a kid. So, what happened was, I talked about this doctor came to see if I was okay, and I was very shocked. She gave me some water. A lawyer driver came and he sort of checked out the car. But then this young boy had been there and he'd been doing an Instagram live.
1: (gasps) So he had evidence, and he filmed it. And
2: then, so yeah, I wrote all this, so that I sent it off to her. Then she, the, the, she sends the feedback back, and she says, "Well, it's very good and the, the good choice of words, and very colourful and, and a nice sort of story. But I have to tell you that for a Germ- for the reporting of a German crime, you should get to the point much more quickly. <laughs> and the, the main point is that somebody filmed it all. You should have led with that.
1: That's true. Yeah." Oh, it sounds like you're really having fun in your little I like German. German. Fantasy. I like, I'm,
2: I'm I'm enjoying my German.
1: That's good.
2: And I read um Mum and I watched Babylon Berlin, that was good. Yeah. Ja. Um nice no, um lots coming a lot of it's coming back. Good. It's called mir viel zurück.
1: Well, that's good. I think that's a really good thing to distract you from the Wang, shit show. The the Wankock and the
2: the Rab the robology.
1: Ra ra mm, Rabies Rabies Rabies
2: Gratitude Very grateful for my bed at the moment
1: That's nice <laughs> That's very nice It's
2: Sp- been a lot of time in there Good Um, I guess I am grateful for football coming back
1: It's coming home
2: mm. um, And yeah, my, my German teacher
1: Yeah, well you sound like you're in love with her No, I'm not in love with her Okay, no. Just checking, you know
2: because uh, I will fight. Her. I've, no, I've never. I've, we do it, the, the 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 sessions we do online. We don't see each other.
1: Oh, so you don't even know what she looks like. No. What if she's the woman from Babylon Berlin?
2: What Charlotta? The oh, hot I star. Love, I love
1: Charlotte. I know you do. I You're a love creep. Charlotta. I'm not a creep. <laughs> joking.
2: Yeah, well, I to love Charlotta. She's I was such joking. a character.
1: Um. Okay. Well, I'm grateful for um. Singing. I'm grateful for French and saying j'adore, because j'adore is a really good form of therapy for me, Mm j'adore saying j'adore. I'm grateful for um, my online community of people. I'm grateful for um, online shopping. Really? Well, I can't think of anything else.
2: I haven't haven't bought anything the entire time. I've got,
1: like, a few people's birthdays, so I've just got to get people birthday presents. And it is very I want to get mum one
2: of those. Um, have you seen those dry robes swimming? Oh, yeah. Because you know, we've been going to. Actually, I'm quite grateful for the outdoor swimming. We found mm. some new places. Yeah,
1: you found some. You guys, you guys have been trekking around to go swimming. It's yeah, so we went, mad. We went to
2: Watford we went to the dock. The dock. So I'm quite grateful for that. But mum, it, it is a bit embarrassing because you get there and there's.
1: But you can't shower, can you? Well,
2: there's no Watford. There's no showers. and There's lo- there loads of people there. Just, it, it is quite funny watching everybody try to get dressed without everybody <laughs> sort of seeing all the bits. Well,
1: that's a good present. You should get that for mum.
2: So, but I don't want to do it online because I don't know like online shopping stuff.
1: Why not? Ugh. I'll do it for you. Amazon. What, are you paranoid?
2: No, just, you know, what? and every day we've got something, delivery Fiona Miller. <laughs> Trust me, mad. <laughs> you know, delivery Fiona Miller.
1: Oh my god! What that voice you do?
2: Because <laughs> uh, you know I'm up here. I, 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 I spend all day in my office at the top of the house. So if Mum's out somewhere, you know, walking the dog or something, or she's on the phone, or she's mm. you and her are doing that ridiculous yoga thing that you do, <laughs> and the doorbell goes. Yeah, well, through. you
1: know what? You should just get a smaller house. Well,
2: I'm delivery. <laughs> so I don't I'm like I that. don't like deliveries
1: yeah well fair enough but you don't want to go to a shop dad why because firstly the queues are just insane
2: no, i was just thinking that maybe there will be somebody listening to the podcast who specializes in dry robes yeah if you, she's you she's very petite
1: very petite woman <laughs> she's definitely a small
2: yeah anyway so the swimming has been great um
1: well i've been really enjoying doing um my personal training sessions with your personal trainer Keir. yeah and you, and I think I'm really getting much better than you.
2: That's the rubbish.
1: No, I really,
2: yesterday I was... Get lost. You cheated in the leg hold. No, I didn't. You did. How? Grace. Because I had my hands under my arm. No, and you put your feet down twice during the minute.
1: Only in the first round. In the second and third, I didn't.
2: Oh, ah, well, the first round counts. Well,
1: I really felt <laughs> it today, and I think it was such a good, such good workout. I,
2: I, I, I actually, that's the other thing I do when I'm depressed. Because I was going to go out on the bike today. And it was absolutely pelting it down. So I just dropped Kira a message and said, are you around to do a mm. session? That always helps a bit.
1: Yeah, exercise is really good. I yeah. uh, agree with that. So everyone, do some exercise, do some meditation, um, live, laugh, love. Thank you very much.
2: Bye-bye.
0: The wait is finally over and sport is back on Now TV. It's Where you can watch Sky Sports, Premier Sports and BT Sport together and all without a contract. What a fantastic part. So whether there's a day, week or whole month of action you just can't miss, you can now stream the lot. Oh, it's a fabulous goal! This is your sport on your terms. Search Now TV Sports to find out more. 18 plus content streamed via internet. Full terms apply